3: Let's talk about what lessons we found. Let's hang out. And let's listen to Leslie and Shout. Let's hang out. Let's hang out Hey everyone, welcome back to Let's Hang Out. I'm Ellie Brigida And I'm Lee Holmes Foster, and here's what's happening this week. This week in the Les D. Uh, You may remember our interview with Laurels founder, Melanie Crystal, from a few weeks back. We're here to tell you even more about Laurels because we love supporting queer-owned and women-owned businesses, and we especially love Melanie and Laurels.
1: Laurels are silky, stretchy, black latex panties for oral sex, rimming, and fingering. They're ultra-thin, 10 times thinner than normal undies, so you feel everything. But they give you just a bit of coverage anytime you want it.
3: We know Valentine's Day is coming up and there's no better time to try out laurels. Maybe you're curious or excited about latex and you want to explore with some sexy, kinky, rippable lingerie.
1: Maybe you're on your period and didn't want to worry about mess. Plus, you can go back and forth between back and front pleasure because laurels block bacteria transfer.
3: Maybe you want some anal rimming, but you'd like a little bit of a barrier.
1: Maybe someone has stubble on their face or their body and you want to avoid the scruff.
3: Maybe you're feeling a little sensitive or experiencing sensory issues.
1: Maybe any type of oral makes you feel too exposed and you just want a bit of coverage.
3: Maybe you're new to going down on a vulva and you just want to explore at your own pace.
1: Whatever the reason, the world's first oral sex panties, AKA laurels, give you the power to love oral always.
3: They come in packs of four and their packaging is absolutely gorgeous. Plus each pair of laurels is individually wrapped in these super cute pink pouches. So a sexy scavenger hunt is easy to plan out.
1: Oh, I want a sexy scavenger hunt.
3: (laughs) Let's do it. They come in two styles,
1: shorties for fuller coverage or bikinis if you want to bear a bit more.
3: Couples, throuples, hookups, spouses, cis, trans, queer, kinky. Laurels are made to help everyone say yes to maximizing pleasure.
1: For listeners of our show, Laurels is giving 15% off your first purchase today at www.mylaurels.com that's y-l-o-r-a-l-s.com using the code hangout.
3: So remember if you're listening to the show and you want to try out laurels you can get 15% off your purchase right now at www.mylorals.com using the code hangout.
1: Enjoy your laurels babies. <laughs> Let's hang out. This week in the Lesdom is a place where we can touch base each episode about things going on with the podcast or otherwise. And we want to tell you that we are still in our season five Patreon campaign. I wanted to thank everyone who joined our Patreon in December. We had a lot of new patrons because we were doing our wonderful 12 days of Lesmus. We also are so excited to giving back to all of our patrons. So we want to thank Jennifer, Angie, jennifer and patrick we got two jennifers joining
3: jennifer supremacy we love yes
1: them. if you want to join them you can join them at bit.ly slash les patreon at 125 patrons we will be releasing a bonus patron only q and gay episode so you could ask us all your questions we just did a little ama on wisdom which was really fun but we want to do one for just our patreon supporters so join there if you want to get in on the fun We are very excited. I know we've been keeping a lot of the stuff that's been happening behind the scenes with the flame under wraps, but we want to let all of you know that we do have a live show scheduled September 15th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We will be having a live concert version of the Flames. We'll be singing all of the songs at 54 Below in New York City.
3: I I can't, I can't, I can't even stand it. I'm so
1: excited. (sighs) 54 Below is a huge deal. Like a lot of really big Broadway stars have performed there. So it's like a really, really amazing venue for us to be in. You can get your tickets now. So if you want to get your tickets, you can find that at 54 Below. If you just, I looked this up before. If you literally let write The Flame, 54 Below, our ticket link will show up. So you can get your tickets now. Plan your trip to the city. We cannot (laughs) wait to see you there. I will be there Lee will be there. Valerie will be there. Caitlin will be Caitlin there. Caitlin will
3: be there. The rest of the cast, a little. We're still working. We're working on those, the cast. You know, we will details, let you know. TBD.
1: But do not worry. No matter what cast we have there, they will be incredible, and they will be singing the songs from the flame, and we can't wait.
3: Live, live, live. in front of your faces. Live. Oh my gosh! Amazing.
1: It's we be will amazing. see you
3: there. We also want to tell you some exciting queer podcasting news. Some of you may have seen that uh your fave and ours Jasmine Savoy Brown who you may know as Thaisa on Yellow Jackets, and of course you know from her star role in The Flame, (laughs) Uh, but Jasmine is going to be joining Liv Hewson, also of Yellow Jackets, to host a new queer podcast that's being, I think, put out by most, right, Mm -hmm. as like under the Netflix umbrella, called The Gay Agenda, talking to queer folks and especially queer creators and all about queer joy, and we are super psyched to see that happening can't wait to listen to it so
1: love it we also want to talk about the sex lives of college girls which is out right now Great show, and Vico Ortiz, who's one of our favorites, is on it. So if you want to check it out, I have heard very great things.
3: Wow, listen, people from the flame just out and about doing I know. some cool, cool shit in the world, Love it. is what we're saying. And also, we just want to take a quick moment to shout out the Dickinson finale, which happened, and just Dickinson in general. I listen, you all know I am not the top person at keeping up with anything in real time, but I have been keeping up with Dickinson did watch the finale I think a few days after it aired because it uh, came out on like Christmas Eve or something so we had you know the girls and the holidays and all of that but what an amazing show what an amazing finale and just you know can't recommend it enough if you haven't watched Dickinson yet it's worth you know find something that's going to get you that free month of Apple TV (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> Watch it all. Do it.
3: Um, It's worth it. That's all. I just, have you seen it yet, Ellie? I
1: have not seen the finale. Oh, I have seen Dickinson. Good. I have not seen the finale. Yeah,
3: it's good. Good stuff. Good stuff. Sad to see it go. Maybe we'll just have to, we'll have to talk about Dickinson soon. That's oh, all. yeah. That's what's happening this week. Back to you, Ellie and Lee. Thanks, Ellie and Lee. And welcome to our 75th installment of Should've Been Gay. Oh, oh, oh. it was fun, it was great, but it should've been a little more. And in this week's episode, do you know what's coming, Ellie? Because I, I sure hope you do. Lesbians. In this week's episode, oh no, I wasn't even gonna do that. I was gonna go with the, someday somebody's gonna make you wanna turn around and say goodbye. Come on, you had to. I, I should have known. I should have known. You You had to know. I just feel like
1: That's just iconic.
3: Lesbians. I mean that too, but I. But also that's every week. Yeah, <laughs> this, yeah, week's yeah. Episode. this week
1: episode lesbians.
3: Unlike any other. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're so excited. We're going to be talking about bridesmaids and my bridesmaids should have been gay today, which so many reasons. <laughs> and we are joined <laughs> by two very special guests with very extensive bios. So I'm going to give you your their beautiful bios cuz they're incredible people who have done a million things. We are first joined by Renee Santos, who is a stand-up comedian that regularly performs at well-known clubs like Broadway Comedy Club, New York Comedy Club, and The Laugh Factory. Her debut national television appearance was on Showtime Network's Pride Comedy Jam, and since then, she has appeared on several shows, including NBC's New Amsterdam, playing Nurse Heidi, and she just filmed an HBO Max special recently, which we cannot wait for that to come out.
4: Hi, Renee. Hi. So happy to have you here. I'm so excited to be here. And this is one of my favorite movies of all time.
1: (laughs) It is gonna be so good. We are also joined by Renee's podcasting co-host for the podcast Never Normal, a comedic life coping podcast. That is Jackie Monahan, who is a comedian, actor, writer, and producer who is setting comedy stages on fire. From L.A. to New York with her fearless brand of humor, she toured the country featuring for Amy Schumer, which included opening for her monthly in Vegas. Jackie has since been headlining clubs, colleges, and cruise lines such as Atlantis and Olivia, and currently co-stars in Wild Nights with Emily, starring Molly Shannon as Emily Dickinson, and on Adult Swim on The Eric Andre Show.
3: Hi, Jackie. Hi, how are you?
1: I'm good. It's we so good to see are you. are so
3: excited to have you both. Oh my gosh. This is going to be... It's going to be a blast. I
1: just, I've been waiting for this since we (laughs) scheduled it, but especially today, my anticipation was just like, I'm so happy for this. I personally met Jackie and Renee at Clexicon. Lee did not have the pleasure of meeting them, but now you're here, Lee, so you get to experience the joy that is- Lee missed out
3: on everything this year, (laughs) but you know what? It's okay.
1: You're here now.
3: I'm here now.
1: (laughs) That's all
3: that matters.
1: So let's do it. Let's dive in. Let's start with our IMDb synopsis, Lee. Uh
3: our imdb synopsis for the 2011 hit bridesmaids is as follows competition between the maid of honor and a bridesmaid over who is the bride's best friend threatens to upend the life of an out of work pastry chef
1: not the worst not the worst imdb synopsis we've ever had
3: to be honest i'm
1: curious let's let's start with jackie what's your gay synopsis of
2: the movie bridesmaids my gay synopsis of the movie Bridesmaids. Can I can I tell you a little antidote quick? Yes, please. <laughs> yeah. How gay I am. I went with some comics to a bar in L.A. And I was talking to a guy for a half hour. And after I, I stopped talking to him and I was with Amy Schumer and she was like, so what happened? And I was like, "What are you talking about?" And she's like, "You were talking to John Hamm. I had no idea."
3: Stop it. That's how. Stop it.
2: That's, how gay I am. that's amazing.
3: I had no idea. That's how gay I am. That is the perfect way to wrap that up. Yeah.
1: Also, <laughs> yeah. also, fun fact about John Hamm that I found out about the movie is he's uncredited in the movie.
2: That's if, weird.
1: Yeah. If you go on IMDb, he's nowhere to be found.
3: Maybe he didn't realize he was in a movie at the time. That's just him. <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> no,
1: I read that he just he did it on purpose because he was known for dramatic roles, and for like uh, he was he didn't want to be credited in Bridesmaids because of he had been known for Mad Men, and he wanted the audience to be surprised when they saw his face.
3: That's so funny. It's <laughs> funny too because he's so good in this kind of role. Oh like, yeah,
1: but this is his first like comedic turn. So he was, like, getting into this new genre and was like, you know, I want to, like, come on in under the radar.
2: I love that. That's great. Yeah. But uh, but I feel like the two women were fighting over the bride's attention. That could be, like, very gay. Oh, yes.
3: I feel like that story is more of, like, here's a why you're gay than, uh, you know, here's how Bridesmaid is gay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah,
2: it was a very gay moment in my life that I did not know I was talking to John Ham. Sweet
3: approval.
2: Nor was I interested in him at all. I was like, "When is this guy gonna up talking?"
3: <laughs> wow. When John Ham listens to this podcast, he's gonna be
2: really hurt. I think. I bet he remembers me. I'll, I'll, like, if when he listens to this, I hope. he... I'm, I was thinking, like, what was I talking about? And I was talking about my landlord. I was talking all about my building. <laughs>
4: Do you guys now know why I do a podcast with this woman? She's extraordinary.
3: (laughs) Uh, Renee, what about you? What's your gay synopsis for Bridesmaids?
4: Um, God, I'd have to say, uh, out of work, Pastry Chef is secretly in love with both Maya Rudolph and Rose Byrne, but not to confront that directly, all the expository characters will get happily married or partnered to somebody else. (laughs) Yes, Yep. Amazing. That, that is exactly what happened. To I don't the actually film. know the name of their characters because they will always be Maya Rudolph and Rose Byrne to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I had to and the outline that I created for us, I wrote down all the character names. Because of that exact reason. Like, I watched it today. I've seen the movie many times. It's like one of my favorite movies ever, and I never know any of their names. So I had yeah. to look them all up today. So I you're think not I've alone. I've
4: secretly been in love with Rose Byrne for a really long time. So I don't ever want to pretend that she can be somebody else. So I just, mm. she never has a character name in my head. Although I struggled with coming up with the synopsis for this because personally, I think that the cop. And Melissa McCarthy's character should have been gay. Like, I'm okay with the subtext of the the other characters maybe not being completely gay. I think that's the obvious way to make this film gay. I mean, we'll get into that later, but when Melissa McCarthy is like, I'll climb this guy like a, I don't know what she <laughs> says. She's something about like, who I would climb this guy like a, I don't know, a tree stump or yes, something I would like climb that. Him like a tree, How yeah. amazing would that be if that was like Judy Gold or something was playing that
3: character? <laughs> Listen, no one in this movie isn't gay. I think that's accurate. Oh, I have a very
1: long list of every person who's gay. It's very long. Well,
3: hit hit us with your gay synopsis then, Ellie. All right,
1: here's my gay synopsis. Annie absolutely loses her shit when her best friend, who she's been in love with for her entire life, gets engaged and also replaces her with another lesbian best friend. Ooh. Amazing. Loses it. She has a gay freak out. That's the whole movie.
3: Wow, I feel like I should... I think I should go in a slightly different direction because I feel like we've covered this, right? So maybe I'll say my gay synopsis for this movie is, you know, sometimes when you just get really sad that the best friend you've been pining over for your entire life is getting married, and so in your deep, dark depression, you just decide to, like, carefully bake and make a giant Georgia O'Keeffe cupcake and then stare at it and slowly eat it sometimes. You know when that happens? That's kind of what Bridesmaids is about.
4: Yeah. I think I think that's yeah. fair. I mean, that that <laughs> may be my favorite accurate. synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot
1: about that cupcake. I mean, I didn't forget about it, but I didn't really think about how gay the cupcake was.
3: It's pretty gay. That's all like I'm gonna a say. I'm like watching cupcake. her careful. Yes, <laughs> she's like just so gently and lovingly like crafting this beautiful flower cupcake, and then staring pointedly at it. And I was like, "What is the point of this scene in the mind of the person who wrote it?" It's like what I'd she like was to clearly know.
4: eating pussy. Come on,
3: <laughs> <laughs> pussy cakes. There's there's not a lot of like <laughs> other alternative explanations I came up with. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So yeah.
1: The only possible explanation. That's my case Great great explanation. (laughs) (laughs) So the next thing we're going to talk about is what our experience was with the film. I know, Renee, you said this was one of your favorite movies. So what was your experience with Bridesmaids?
4: You know, in general, I love to see female comedians be crass and raunchy and, you know, slightly inappropriate to industry standards. So just that from an audience perspective, I just... I love that motley crew of actors that are in a bunch of films together, you know, and started in the SNL world. So not to be completely narcissistic, but one of the reasons it's my favorite is my larger vision for my goal as an artist is to be a comedic actress and to slide into roles like that. So part of that, part of me watching that film is my own like vibrational goal setting, you know, for what my career could one day look like. Cause I think that would bring me an amazing amount of joy if I could be in a film with that that group of people. And of
3: course... We're manifesting for you right now. We're doing it.
4: And I don't even... They don't have to be gay in the film with me. I mean, if they were, like, what... Think that would be amazing <laughs> if they could just be gay for me. All of them in a line. Let's yes. let's write that film.
3: <laughs> like this cast specifically
4: is what we're going for. Yes, like Rose Byrne yeah. and Kristen Wig should definitely be Great. gay for me. I'm just saying that's a real thing. <laughs> Jackie, are you going to also <laughs> star in this buddy comedy? Yeah, because we're gonna we're the next generation of these characters. Like we yeah. Yeah, are gonna be the faces that are in the same films together all the time. I just put that out there, Jackie. Did you see that? You pick it up. I love that.
2: I love that. If you if you ever want to watch the Foxy Americans too, I'm a, in a buddy comedy Yes. Amazing.
1: And Wild Nights with Emily, which when we were at Clexicon, uh Caitlin and Valerie like were freaking out about Jackie being <laughs> in Wild Nights with Emily. We were sitting at, we were, we were at Shake Shack. We're like sitting eating and Jackie's like, yeah, I was in Wild Nights with Emily. And they were like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was quite the moment. Yeah,
2: yeah, it was. It was fun. I was like really, I'm a giant Kristen Wiig fan. Like her, I'm so freaking excited. And then the and the baby hands, like, <laughs> no, oh, yeah. i cars. <laughs> Like, I I loved those characters so much. And I would watch them on repeat, like, just because I love them so much. Like, she, like she's just so funny. So when I heard it was coming out, I was really like, please let it. Like, I, I just didn't want to be disappointed. So uh, I was really excited to watch it. I think I saw it twice in the theater. There were some things like my ex-wife, she saw it before me, and she. There were parts that she was like, "Jackie, these parts are just like you." Like, so she was kind of disappointed because it was stuff that I did that I couldn't now do because she did like the chocolate. I always did that, and she hated it. She would always be like, "Stop doing that with the chocolate." <laughs> And, and just like her driving in the car, like doing all funny things like that stuff that I would do, too. So she was kind of like, you know, those things that are burned, like you can't do those now. But it's I think there's, you know, enough there's enough material out there for <laughs> to do stuff. You'll but, find yeah, a new I was chocolate. So thrilled at how funny it was. My favorite scenes were on the plane. I loved, oh my God, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, and Melissa McCarthy, that was the first time being introduced to Mr. Melissa McCarthy. And she just like made me laugh even more than Kristen Wiig. Uh, so yeah, but yeah, so I loved it. I really
4: loved it. And I must add, Jackie does a mean impression with baby hands as well. <laughs> it's a it's not- of our episodes of Never Normal. It's pretty stellar, I have to say.
1: I'm not surprised by that at all. <laughs> Lee, what was your experience?
3: Oh God. I remember when this I remember when it came out and I know I saw it pretty soon after it came out. Like I'm trying to remember if I saw it in theaters at the time. And I honestly couldn't tell you when the last time I watched it was. That we were trying to remember when Kelsey and I rewatched it and I was like, God, this movie is so fucking funny. (laughs) Like it's just it's really it holds up, you know. It holds up. So I love it. I love all of them. Everyone in it is fantastic. For me, it was not my first Melissa McCarthy as someone who grew up with Gilmore Girls. And so it was I remember being super excited, being like, oh, my God, she's going to be in like a full like big deal movie. Like how incredible because she's hilarious. And yeah, just what a joy. What a joy of a movie. I'm so glad we're going to talk about it.
1: (laughs) It's so good. I'm glad all of us are fans of it because if anyone on this Zoom was not a fan, I would probably kill someone.
3: Like it's. Were you what worried, <laughs> Ellie? I Were you worried so ner- I was going to do that to you again? I get nervous
1: sometimes. <laughs> Lee like doesn't like certain movies that I love, but
3: sometimes we come on here to talk about like one of Ellie's many favorite movies, and she's like, "Let's all talk about our experience." And I'm like, "I hate it. I hate this movie." And I'm like,
4: "No, <laughs> please." But not and this one. No, it's such a good like artistic template too of like being comical and I think sometimes I watch films with a different lens because I'm a comedian and just even the like wedding speeches where they keep taking the mic back and forth from each other oh my god the commitment to how serious that moment is for them is what makes it hilarious and like at home I'm literally uncomfortable embarrassed for them and that's just perfection you know to be like that's how we should feel where it's almost not funny but it is funny but you're like this is painful funny (laughs) The only way to pull that off is if you take the moment seriously. It's like the number one rule of comedy is to not try to be funny, to get the authenticity in it. And I think a lot of comedic movies miss the mark on that because they play to the funny. And this movie does not play to the funny.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, Megan is so serious. Yeah. She is like that's Melissa McCarthy's character. Like when she says she's going to climb that person like a tree, she means it.
4: She's yeah, not trying to tell her a joke. Description just <laughs> She's so, like,
1: legitimately it's so ridiculous. <laughs> it is so ridiculous. It's such... Oh, God. It's such a good movie. My personal experience also was very similar to everyone else's. Saw it in theaters. Was obsessed with it. My, my friends used to, like... You know, like, the Gilly from SNL? Like, Gilly. People used to do that, but with my name, Ellie. So... <laughs> So I was a big fan of the Gilly. I also just love Kristen Wiig. Like she is one of my favorite comedic actresses ever. I will watch anything she's in and like she can do no wrong. So yeah, I also agree. Like I was so excited to see it and happy that it turned out to be like everything that you wanted it to be, especially because I mean, I'm sure the two of you have had experience with this, but I feel like this movie came out 10 years ago, right? And I feel like even now still people are like women aren't funny and you're like, just watch bridesmaids, or like watch any female comedian that you can find. Like, so I feel like it was like also just like a statement of like, hey, men are irrelevant in this film, like right. for the most part. <laughs> yeah, and it's definitely... amazing.
2: I I don't like the Hangover movies. No, because so... men aren't funny. No, I'm <laughs> <'cause> they're not. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I I let I thought Bridesmaid blew the hangover away. Oh yeah.
3: I love what just happened though, because um and I just wanna make sure that like all of the listeners know that, you know, you you said you don't like the hangover movies and there was just like zero reaction from anybody on this call, which is like exactly the spaces we strive to create, you know? You, did <laughs> like, you expect
1: someone to be like, Wait, are you that's- Are you serious? No, but like, but that's why I love it because I
3: feel like (laughs) if you said that in a room full of like straight people, like, you know, somebody would be like, you what? But like, no, like just nothing, like just blank slates, like an absolutely still pond of non reaction. And I love it. I just.
2: I do, too. I do, too. Yeah, I've I've made that statement many a times because I really I mean, they anger me how not funny. They are. <laughs> yeah. They're just not funny. And and people argue with me all the time. So it's nice. I'm really I like this is I feel very happy and safe.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Tell, you know, you're at home.
3: Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: This is
1: the place to make statements like that.
4: I was just saying, like, I think sometimes in male comedy films, there's this exaggeration of like toxic masculinity that's supposed to make us laugh. And like, like toxic masculinity is not funny to me initially. So then when you (laughs) give me an extreme or sort of slapstick absurdist view of toxic masculinity, like I'm fuller pull I'm more pulled away from the storyline than than ever before so I just don't get it it doesn't resonate for me like the more machismo you are like the less I'm gonna watch I guess I'm really gay
2: I I do love Zach Galifianakis uh, but I like him much more on his own like I love baskets oh that's so good um or yeah toxic between two toxic burns.
3: masculinity no women shitting into a sink like yes. a plus so good. a plus so good.
2: <laughs> that scene was just like oh man <laughs> this is heaven
1: That's so good i also feel like this film is like so quotable like ev- i was watching it again and i was like i feel like i almost forgot how much i say this movie yeah you know like it's coming out of me like lava, like oh, like every quote is just like it's perfect. It's perfect. You're doing it. You're uh, in the street.
3: And it's very gay. Should we dive? Yeah, let's dive. Should we dive in. into, dive into dive how in. gay it is? Because we could be here all night just talking about how great it is. You know, <laughs>
1: true, true, true.
3: And it's great because it's a little bit gay. It's so gay. A little bit. So.
1: Renee, what were the biggest things? We talked about our synopses, but like what are some of the moments that you sort of found from Bridesmaids that you're like, that's a gay moment?
4: You know, I would say initially when she shows her the ring where she's like biting into the apple and is like doing that sort of circuitous whatever. For I think that was a gay moment for Kristen Wiig's character, not for her character. <laughs> but that moment of transition where she's like, she's leaving me, you could almost feel... The abandonment wasn't necessarily about the other guy. Like it felt very clear to me, like they're in love. Like they're they're not just best friends. Like it wasn't her to me, I think what they were trying to go for is like she doesn't have the guy and she does. And because there's not the the actual jealousy over the fiance, like there's not a dislike of that guy, is more demonstrates like a vacancy in the character. You know what I mean? If that make sense. Does
3: Dougie even have a line in the movie? I looked I that
4: up. I don't think he talks.
3: I don't think he talks. Oh,
4: that's right? kind
3: like, of Right? Like he's symbolic. an afterthought. He doesn't even exist.
2: That
4: yeah, is I'm such pretty... a good point. That's like Charlie Brown, like parents that are never, <laughs> they never have like, they never actually say words because you realize the parents are irrelevant.
1: Yes. Such but, a like, good point. You think about it and you're like, I swear to God, he had to have talked. I don't think he does. I don't think he does. No, he's nodding. I don't think he says in, anything. And like the, um, when they're doing the speeches, he's like, oh, like making faces. That's it. Never hear a word from that man.
3: I suppose at one point he must say, I do. Right? Maybe that's like his only line.
1: <sighs> Maybe, yeah. Uh, but I agree, like the point, the man is irrelevant in it, right? Like, yeah. and that's why I like that the whole story, like to make it, because it's so gay, she's jealous of another woman like she's not jealous of a man at all she's jealous of like the only other woman in her life helen and so it's just like there's no yeah there's no heterosexual explanation for this
3: well and and not even that but it's not like she it's not like she finds out about the engagement and then goes home and is like you know, looking at like, oh, why doesn't John Hamm want me to stay over, or like, why doesn't my apartment have a dude in it? She goes home and gets in bed and stares at a photo of her <laughs> and her best friend as children, like sadly in the dark. And it's like, okay, yeah, she's jealous of Comp Het, I guess. I don't know what's, I don't know what we're trying to sell this as. It's a hard sell.
1: It is. There's. I mean, there's many, many, many moments between Annie and Lillian. If we even start from like further to closer to the beginning before she tells her she's getting engaged, even when they're sitting at the cafe, she asks her about Dougie, but like she does not give a shit. Like she's like, so how's he doing? Like could care less. <laughs> and then I'm pretty sure Lillian also proposes it's yes, a, I know it's yes. a joke, but she says, will you marry me? And she says, yes. I,
3: you're so beautiful. I love you so much. Exactly. Jackie, you were just saying about like when they do the chocolate bit with the teeth. Yeah. Like they literally fake proposed to each other in that scene. Yeah. So yeah. I, I
1: think she took it too seriously. And then she was so devastated when she found out that Dougie proposed because she thought they were engaged. And she, was like, Normal you straight just, she was like, you just proposed to me yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think. Jackie, what do you think?
2: I was really uncomfortable through the movie that that they were trying to say Megan was straight. Mm. I just felt like that character. Yeah, right. I was just like that character is a lesbian. It made me feel really uncomfortable. <laughs> that she, I was like, I like, I felt like she was uncomfortable and wanted to just be out. But then in real life, I started performing on the circuit with a female comedian with the same name, Jackie, and she was straight. But it, everybody, when they met us, thought she was the lesbian comic and I was the straight comic because she she reminds me a lot <laughs> of that character. And and she's very straight. She's very happily married. And uh, so, so uh, yeah, it was interesting that I felt that way. And then in my own life, I noticed that it's not always true. <laughs> <laughs> that like that maybe that character would really be straight. But So what
3: you're saying is stereotypes aren't always right. And right. I refuse to believe that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I do think the most interesting retelling of this would be that like everyone except Megan is gay.
3: Oh my god, yes. Do you know right. what I mean? Like
1: oh, the one right. person that like you think seems gay is actually the one who's straight and like everyone else around her is just super gay.
3: Listen. I will say Megan, despite being the most obviously queer coded character in the film, is also the only one who I buy as having any interest in any man in this movie. So I'm here, I'm here for that retelling, Ellie. That's I could totally get behind that.
1: I mean, to be fair, yeah, if you think about every person, right? Annie, I guess like Annie and the cop, whatever.
3: No, Helen could give I will sh- die on the hill that she she has no interest in this man no all right That's, zero I negative will die on a hill, so. <laughs> negative interest in that guy okay come on valid but
1: Helen you never see like she does never with her husband Rita no. hates her husband keeps saying that she like what did she say like she just wants to watch Jimmy Fallon without being entered or something <laughs> Like, she just wants to watch, like, The Tonight Show without being, like, without him inside me or something. I'm like, what the fuck? Becca clearly, like, is not does not have a fulfilling sex life with her husband. No. Lillian, we never see Dougie. So I agree. Megan does have the most meaningful relationships with men in right? the film. Like, with her um, air marshal man.
3: Yeah. Like, listen, she might have a newsy cap and nine dogs, but, like... She also has any interest in ma- in a man, uh, at least one man that we have seen. So, yeah, why not? How funny would that be, right? Remake the movie and make every single one of them gay
4: except for her. Except the, like, biggest lesbian. I yeah. would watch that movie.
2: <laughs> I know Kristen Wiig's ex-husband. <laughs> Kristen Wiig's ex-husband contacted her and was like, can we have coffee? And she said, do not ever contact me again. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, oh my Jackie's god! got the juice.
2: I know. Am I allowed to say? Yeah, that? tell I us. I think it's so funny. Tell us more. <laughs> uh, he's like, he's like obsessed with her. He couldn't get over her, and then he finally was like, <laughs> "Am I going to burn in hell?" Telling this, he <laughs> he was at a strip club. His friends brought him to a strip club, and and all of a sudden he was like, "I was finally." feeling okay, and I looked over the stripper's shoulder, and there was Kristen Wiig on Saturday Night Live.
3: (laughs) Oh, my God.
2: So I told this to my friend, and she's always, like, in the middle of a conversation, she'll be like, I was depressed. I was finally feeling better. (laughs) Like, she gets me every time, like, where it's not, like, I'm like, oh, my God, are you okay? And and, and then she's like, and then I saw Kristen Wiig.
1: also like the ultimate like boner killer to be like yeah right having the best yeah friend see your uh, God, is that
2: okay i tell that story it's so funny <laughs> it's fine
3: i mean we don't know him so you know yeah we're we we put you in the clear yeah yeah
2: yeah don't ever contact me again he cheated in, on her. He cheated in on his, her. In
3: his defense, though, well, not in his defense for that. But I was going to say, how do you get over Kristen Wiig? I well, mean, absolutely,
2: she's impossible. the best.
3: She's
4: Has impossible. any other person on this panel ever tried to look somebody up that you had like a crush on from a movie to find out if they were gay, like Min movie? Oh my god! Oh yeah, right. like, a like a immediately times. when you're all like, the time. I just want to see if maybe I had a shot, which <laughs> is like the most random thing.
3: Like, listen, because <laughs> so oh, you're a. Civilian. Listen, we are. We are 75 episodes into should have <laughs> been gay, uh, like movies and characters and whatever. Like the number of recent Google searches on my computer that are probably just like an actor's name gay, just that's the Google search. It's just like so-and-so gay. Just what do you got for me, Google? What do you got for me? I don't care. Speculation, <laughs> a- articles, Tumblr posts, give it a- just give it all to me. I don't care.
4: <laughs> Wait, who did you look up, Renee? OK, uh, this wasn't a movie, but I forget what her name is. But in the, <laughs> the new L word, that super hot girl that's with Danny now that was with Bette for like a minute and a half. Who what is that actress's name? I think she's like Middle Eastern. She's stunningly gorgeous. Whoever yeah, that she plays GG. Yeah, yeah, the one who plays Gigi, Gigi. I, I mean, she's gorgeous. Yeah. Whatever. Come yeah, on. I was like, who's
3: going to who's going to argue with you on that one?
4: I just had to know, and I didn't get any definitive explanation. So I'm just gonna pretend in my head. So, I'm still
3: never gonna forgive them for taking away my dream thruple, but it's fine. I know dream thruple. Who's your dream thruple? My dream thruple was Alice and and what's the what's the the Alice ex-wife? and
1: Nat and Gigi all together and Nat and, and Gigi. Yeah, yeah. On season
4: one of the yeah. Generation they were three. they were kind of hot. It is true, but I think that's such a come hard...
3: on. That was a that was a good scene. That was good.
4: It was a solid scene. For
1: sure. One of the best <laughs> lesbian sex scenes I've ever seen on TV.
3: Wait, but what what prompted the story, though, of uh, you just had to tell us that you had to decide or like look up if Shiji was gay?
4: Yeah. Well, you know what prompted <laughs> that is because like I have these movies that seem gay. Like that becomes my impetus for looking it up. Mm. If there's like gay subtext, I'm like, oh, I feel like. All right. If they're not going to get to the meat and actually address this then I have to at least have some type of backstory in my head that'll allow me to be present during this film so that I can let myself pretend it's a gay movie. You know what I mean? It's
3: also um, because sometimes you do it because they just play so gay in so many roles that are not supposed to be gay that you're just like, what's happening here? Like is this just you cannot co- like convincingly appear straight in a film? like what's happening? you know? like everybody has googled, like, is Natasha Leon really gay? because like how could you not be? you know, like Katie McGrath, why are you so gay in everything you're in? It's just like, what's happening here? So yeah, it's fair.
1: Agreed. I was going to th- – I just thought maybe you looked up Rose Byrne mid-bridesmaids. Oh, I, <laughs>
4: her- I thought that was already understood for my intro. i definitely <laughs> – I just skipped over her. Have you ever
1: looked someone up and they actually were gay and you were like, yes, or it's always oh, a disappointment? Okay,
4: so my, like, childhood crush was Gillian Anderson from The X-Files. Uh, like, I don't know yeah. if I'm dating myself. But no. I did – I looked her up and I found out that she was bisexual. And I was like, oh, <gasps> Yes. Yep. And yep. That, that made me a little <laughs> bit, that made me happy. And the weirdest thing is I was so in love with her, like random aside, but I had 130 laminated pictures. I was like obsessed with her in a way that was probably not Whoa. healthy. I, wow. laminated, I fucking laminated these photos. And then I went to an X-Files convention, like a Clexicon, but for X-Files. And she, like, signed one of my photos. And then here's the weird thing about it. So, like, I was so obsessed. She was, like, my biggest crush. And then many years later, I moved to L.A. And I'm looking for a nanny job. And I, her assistant, I didn't even know it was her. I got interviewed to be, like, her nanny. And I was, like, I I literally (gasps) can't. Like, I can't work for this woman. Like, I would never be able to, like... (laughs)
2: can that rest the cradle with the assistant?
4: Yeah. <laughs> like, so I didn't realize that it was Jillian Anderson's daughter because to like protect her anonymity through the nanny agency, she just had the assistant's name, and then I came in and met Piper and all of the stuff. Piper was a kid um, who's now like twenty. But at any rate, like, it was that weird moment where I'm like, if Jillian Anderson ever found out that I had 130 pictures of her laminated, and and I also stole, at the at, when the X-Files movie came out, you know how they have those big cardboard things in the movie theater? Me and my sister stole that, and then I just got rid of David to cover me. Oh, my God. And then I used it as my laundry bin, because it, like, stood up, and I <laughs> So I would throw my laundry at Jillian Anderson every day. Guys... Was bad. It was that bad. is next level.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it sounds amazing. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I think Did you, you count spend... the
2: laminated things or are yes. you just throwing a number out there? Yes, because my sisters were making fun of
4: me. They're like, you, that's psycho. You have 500 laminated photos. And I'm like, no,
2: I don't. And then I counted them. All. Where would you laminate it? Would you bring them to a store and have them laminate or yeah. did you have a machine? Staples. I would go to like oh. Staples and oh
3: man, and then I would I just. I can't this is coming out now. <laughs> I know it's not this normal. is gonna I ruin really you. No. <laughs> watch this. The no, no. The only important question right now is: Do you still have them? Where are they? I have I have I have
4: 12 of them left
3: it's please (laughs) please break out like a whole binder out from under your bed just like right now
4: here it's actually in a storage unit in Brooklyn which is crazy because it's that thing that like no matter where I move from place to place to place like I just save just the ones that she signed a few and the magazine covers but the cardboard thing is long gone (laughs) I have to say that's long gone (laughs)
3: I wow. I really wish you could just, like, pan your camera, like, a little to the left, and it's she's just and standing she's like in the corner, and you're on. like, I mean, it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> what are you talking
1: about? I finally <laughs> felt like I was doing okay. And then Jillian Anderson, the cardboard cutout.
4: In fact, if you guys ever want to do the X-Files film, how gay that film was, I suggest mm. you bring oh my God. me back. I suggest okay. you bring well-
3: me back. We'll put it on the list. We've you've got X Files is very high on our
1: list. Like it's just, God damn it, Jillian. All right, but we
3: we have to get back we've, to. The... We've detoured somewhere we have detoured else now. So far. I don't.
0: Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back.
1: and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg
0: Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.
2: You do even know where we are. <laughs> For me, I fell in love with characters. And then I, I would realize the actors aren't the same. So mm. so I would be disappointed. Like what car- What was the character that you most fell in love Charlene with? Charlene from Roseanne. <laughs> I thought Sarah Gilbert was gonna be like the same. And then when I I, like met her and I was like, she's nothing like that. (laughs) Like I wanted her to be like Darlene. And uh, like Joe (laughs) Polnitschak, Nancy McKeon. And they're never the same.
3: It's not, you just gotta hold on to the, you know. Yeah, the the, idea. Yeah, the vision in your head, that's all.
1: Right. Never meet your gay idols.
2: Yeah. And like uh, (laughs) Jessica Jones. Like, I don't want to I don't want to meet the actress because I just I love Jessica Jones. And who else right now? Oh, yeah. Fiona from Shameless.
1: Yeah. I don't know how we're going to get back, but we're going to get back. So (laughs) back back to bridesmaids on the plane scene. Do we think anyone ended up in that bathroom?
3: Yes, what's their faces? They have character names that I don't know. Hold on, I'll look them up. Rita and Becca. Rita and Becca, yeah, Ellie Kemper's character and what's her face? Yeah, I mean, for sure. They are 100% having sex on that plane. I mean, they make out on the plane. That We yes. have to at
1: least talk about like, right. the yeah. gay
2: moments. The plane was my favorite. I could watch the whole plane over and over and over again.
3: And they make out on the plane after talking about the extremely disappointing sex that they each have with their husbands. And then I don't even know who says which lines to which person, but I just have written down the quote, you're more beautiful than Cinderella. You smell like pine needles and you have a face like sunshine. That's all, Becca to Rita. They have sex on that plane. Come on, for sure. Jackie,
2: was the plane? Why was the plane your favorite scene? I know that there's. J- like- it was just funny from beginning to end, the whole scene. Um, and I forget her name, but the my favorite of all of it boiled down was Kristen Wiig with the woman she co-wrote it with that scene. I oh,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when she's sitting next to the woman and she's like, I had a dream about you last night.
2: Yeah. that yeah. Was
1: like...
4: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. I... You guys, interesting. Fun fact. I just like I just Googled this like gay moments from Bridesmaids and apparently true story. They were doing improvs so that Annie was Improving gay roles to see if it would come out organically and they thought melissa mccarthy's like they asked melissa mccarthy to play gay in an improv scenario uh, it's literally in this article wow. about how the women auditioned for the roles and that was the role they improvised gay scenes in the auditions like that's how they auditioned for this film and then what the hell out. why
1: did they take cool. it out
4: not cool yeah, they were saying in the original script the dress the dress shopping scene where Annie has the fantasy um, the, the Food Boys a debacle was supposed to be a fantasy uh, about another woman chopping. Wood. Uh, okay, wait, hold,
3: <laughs> hold on one second. Hold,
4: wait a second.
3: Does <laughs> does that story does that have kind of like let's practice making out at a sleepover vibes for anyone else right now like do you know what I mean? Like, let's just, let's like pretend we're gay, but like just for fun right now, like it's not actually for the movie. Does anyone else kind of get that <laughs> from that story? Is that yes. That's
4: just what's happening yeah, for me this, right now? That's totally happening <laughs> for me. And I feel like this, it's the only thing that bothers me about films like this, where we have to, as queer people, like create these substitutions, right? Because it's like, we get to the art of it by having... It be gay because being gay is amazing, and I'm sure that these characters, like one of the reasons they got cast, is I'm sure being in that improv where they were all acting gay probably created a real organic connection. They were like they would work amazing together. Now let's straighten out their <laughs> characters. I don't know. Now I'm let's
3: an play spin the bottle, even so though there's one. no boys here. But like in the movie, we'll cast some boys. You know? Yeah. Yeah,
2: and really fo- and really yeah, have fun because her. we have to make sure we watch it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: I cannot believe it. Insider.com, true thing. They auditioned by having them improv. Imagine out. we find out they do that in every movie. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's how. They BuzzFeed's newest, uh, it. the secrets seat. Hollywood doesn't want you to know.
2: <laughs> I cannot. Wow.
4: That, so should I put it under special skills? I feel like I should put gay improv well. Yes. yes. Like, does gay improv well. That's a great idea. Jackie. Done. Special skills. Boston dialogue. (laughs) Gay gay improv. Gay improv.
1: Gay improv. (laughs) I mean, Uh, I feel like that does explain why they have so much sexual chemistry. Like, you can't just tell someone to, like, be gay with their friends for, like, just rehearsal and then take it to the movie and be like, they're
4: not. Yeah. I had a few of my friends try to be gay just for college. (laughs) that That worked out.
1: Yep. here we are now
4: (laughs) (laughs) all gay on a podcast
1: (laughs) i was just gay for college too (laughs) not i was
4: gay for more than college but i just made like a few people gay in college i just wanted to i off let's just say i offered the handbook to them and they didn't (laughs) no toaster ovens for them
1: god damn them it's okay they're next time next time they're missing out really
3: (laughs) Who else? Who else is gay? What do you want us to? All right. Well, uh, I th- dig into Elliot. Okay. We, I feel like there's still a lot. There's honestly, lot to- I could talk about Annie and Lillian for like three hours. I mean, so. I
1: I think we still should round out Annie and Lillian because their whole storyline is the center of the film, and like is a gay storyline. We sort of talked about like how Annie at the beginning of the movie was like so devastated by the engagement. But I think it's also really interesting. You see their arc, right? They go from like being in love with each other. She gets engaged. They fight. But towards the end of the movie, Lillian also shifts. And you see that Lillian, I think, has feelings for Annie as well. Mm -hmm. Because she literally doesn't go to her wedding and hides in her apartment and has this whole scene where she's like, basically, I don't want to get married because I don't want to leave you. Like, that's what she says to her. And then Annie sort of just like releases her. But I feel like in the gay version, it would be like, that's the moment where she's like, oh, my God, Lillian, you feel the same way. And then she'd be like, fuck the wedding. And then they'd hook up in her apartment and she could stay there.
3: Someone somewhere has written this fanfiction, and if they have not, send it to us now.
1: I think she says she says fiction. something
3: about like, oh, I love
1: taking bubble baths in my bath. And Annie's like, I know. And then they
3: <laughs> and then they get in the bath. That's yes. what I want to say. Give it to me. In the remake. That's what I want.
1: That's what I want.
3: I feel like their whole storyline also, in terms of how I really think Annie is completely uninterested in Chris O'Dowd's character, the cop, is that they have their big fight and breakup, right? And she's, like, so sad that she's like, oh, I guess I'll go sleep with that dude who's been into me for a while, which is, like, peak gay vibes, right? To just be like, oh, I can't have the girl. guess I'll fuck that dude over there. Uh, And then not only does that, but then has to call Lillian and, like, tell her about it. She's like, I know we're not talking, but, like... I slept with a guy. Like, do you care? Are you, do you are you jealous yet? Do you care? Are you do you do you want me back yet and you're just like, "Oh, ladies, work your shit out."
4: I know. That is such a gay projection. I definitely remember like before I came out and was in love with all of my best friends, like I would lie though. I wasn't actually sleeping with men, but I would full on like pretend about having interests in men that I was not even in a thousand years would be into just to kind of rile up that conversation to see if there was some type of like jealousy or just
3: fishing for jealousy oh yeah fishing for it
4: (laughs) yeah i have so many like fake relationships in my head with men in college that were never real things
1: yep that and that feels like all of annie's relationships with men
3: yes and all (laughs) like all of annie's interactions with lillian just in general like she is so jealous so jealous it's absurd and like that's what I think is funny too is like there's so much of this movie that is I get what they're going for in the like strong female friendships vibe and I get it and so much of it is relatable in that way and yet also you're like but also it's like a little insane right like it's totally
4: insane but do you think partly it's because of the filter is through the fact that we are all lesbians. <laughs> I also, no, but no, no, no. None of that. I hear people talk about platonic female friendships and I'm like, what are you talking about? I fuck all my friends. <laughs> 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 that doesn't even make sense. Like, I can't even wrap my brain around that. Uh, but, but, so- that's,
1: but that's why I think Bridesmaids does not depict a platonic female friendship. Because I think if Annie and Lillian's friendship was platonic, there would be none of the drama that exists.
4: Hmm, solid point. Right?
1: Like so but I do it, think platonic right. female yes. friendships exist. I just not don't... in
3: our podcast they don't. Yeah, but yeah. yeah ne- in yeah. general, sure. <laughs> <laughs> we've we've never met one that we've ever seen, but uh I've I've heard rumors, you know.
1: Yeah, people do have them, but this is not one of them. <laughs> right? Like I don't but know. Exactly. I'm,
2: I'm like exactly. I, I feel just, like in mm-hmm. movies you always see. Men coming to break up a a wedding and it's uh, like so romantic. But if you, but there's never the woman, like if there was, they would be like, they're crazy, lock them up. (laughs) (laughs) But you, and they are, they are all crazy in this movie. (laughs) But you
3: would want Annie to break up the wedding.
4: Yeah, totally.
3: She should have just shoved Dougie in the water, right? Like just shoved him in the fountain Mm -hmm.
2: at the end. Also, uh he should have fallen in love with Megan.
3: Yeah. Mm. Well, they're brother and sister, so maybe no. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah. (laughs) Oops. Oops. It (laughs) it, like just occurred a little too late, you know. Maybe they find out. Obviously. Maybe
2: they find out they're not really related. Mm. And that's when they realize.
3: I'm. I'm gonna say it could actually fit because there was something weird going on with the brother and sister roommates characters too where oh, they're like totally. right there was a weird Rebel vibe happening there so like that, yeah. Yeah, that maybe this movie would be okay with leaning into a little bit of incest I don't know <laughs> <laughs> just just throwing that out there okay
1: yeah I don't even want to talk about them because it's too freaky <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's also like
1: yeah it's, it's too much but I do like I do love their characters in it are so ridiculous she gets
4: a free tattoo <laughs> which putting is the, the most obnoxious on. I can't and it's so inf- it's like a weird lizard thing like I just love that it's huge and it goes all the way around her back oh. I mean there's <laughs> there's so much about that that is just comedic genius that like oh that whole just concept of like just because it's free don't take it it just reminds me of like the problem in this country where we just take crap that's free where you're like this is awful for you <laughs> she literally so has like a disease but growing on her so back so well like, done it was free. <laughs> It's great <laughs> it was
3: free who cares? pour some peas on it you'll be fine
1: <laughs> insane
5: oh.
3: i feel like
1: helen too is super gay and i feel like that's why annie has such an issue with her because mm-hmm. i cannot imagine in in however many years they've been friends that lillian has never had like another friend right mm, true but i feel like annie is specifically threatened by helen because number one she's rose Byrne and she's hot Right. Like the second she sees her in that gown, Annie has like serious gay panic. (laughs) (laughs) She's just like this fucking hot woman (laughs) is friends with my friend. And then I feel like she realizes from the speech that, oh, Helen's in love with Lillian, too, because like the speech that Helen gives to Lillian, I know that's like all improv, but it's it's a gay speech
4: yeah and she's like i love you i love you so much i love you i mean she says i love you like a number of times like you're so important to me you're so i don't know if i'm quoting it (laughs) yeah that's the whole speech she just says i love you i love you i love you
1: (laughs) i'm pretty sure she also says i told you things i've never told anyone
3: yes and you're
1: like what the fuck are you talking about helen what did you tell her
3: Okay, wait, I can remember one other part of that speech, which is also that they go to sushi together a lot. So I'm just gonna say her speech boils down to, I love you, I have shared things with you uh, that I've shared with nobody else, and uh, eating fish. Great. <laughs> eating, <Nothing> fish, to, <laughs> eating fish? Nothing to worry about here, Annie, is what we're saying, okay? Eating
1: vagina because there's a lot of eating <laughs>
3: vagina cupcake. in this film. <laughs> Listen.
1: <laughs> I
2: cannot. So Jackie, good. did
1: you notice anything else gay about Helen?
2: No.
3: <laughs> you think Alan's straight? You're gonna you're gonna
2: destroy Renee's whole fantasy. I know. No, she. I think <laughs> la, that she's la, fluid. La, la. Mm-hmm. I think she's kind of in love with herself. I don't know if she's capable to love anybody else more than she loves herself. Mm. Like addicted to being uh, projecting like this perfectness. True. But I feel like if you're gonna,
1: if, I'm gonna go deep here for a minute,
2: but. I feel
1: like that's, like, such a thing when you're hiding that you're gay. Right. Is to be, like, I'm going to be perfect. Like, no one will ever be able to tell that I'm gay because who would ever assume that this, like, girl who wears, like, beautiful dresses and, like, has it all pulled together has this secret. And then she told the secret to Lillian. And so that's why she's like, I love you, Lillian, because you're the only one who knows my secret. I'm still in for it.
3: I, like I love it. that. I, I, I think
1: like, that's I like exactly it. it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What about okay? What about John Ham and Annie's relationship? I was just like fr- the the entire first
4: scene. Yes, I can't. I can't even watch it. I I I was like pacing in in my room because I watched it again last night because I'm like I need to recall the film. And I remember like every single time I was like fast forwarding or like eating my popcorn or like distracting myself or like wrapping up my last few texts in the movie theater before I turned my phone off. Like I can't even look up during that scene. Because it's so uncomfortable. It bothers me. Because it's so, yeah. I mean, as soon as like, I think the first line of the film is, will you cut my balls? And I'm like, I can't. I'm already (laughs) out. I'm out. I'm out. (laughs) I'm out. (laughs) <laughs> I tap out this lesbo's tapping out
3: They're in that's okay. fair that's fair um, it is also I think like uh, a gay power move when movies just like to start with like the most horrifying disappointing straight sex right <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. well, that's a good point <laughs> I mean it's just really starting off strong for us I think <laughs> yeah totally
1: <laughs> I mean when I started to watch this for I Should Have Been Gay when the first scene started I was like well Of course, like it is. It's just like every and every time she sleeps with him, it's not
4: good. No, it's always bad. She's totally she's totally detached and just like laying there. And I feel like I don't know. I don't know a lot about heterosexual sex, but I'm I'm assuming the role of pillow princess is much more active in male female relationships (laughs) is my assumption. (laughs) So you think she
1: was being a pillow princess in that interaction?
4: well i mean a princess almost is, it, it speaks to like being titled to that like you want to lay there and just receive it i don't i think she was like an involuntary pillow princess <laughs> just like kind of didn't know how to participate in it and didn't really want to participate in it It was just kind of waiting for it to be over like her general disgust about the whole it's almost like she was there because she's like i sh- this i should do this like i need to like normalize and It's that thing where, like, you force yourself to just do what you think you're supposed to do. Like, so it screams all of that to me, which made me horribly uncomfortable. But I'm glad that I, like, recommitted to the film. Because I almost, like, I almost couldn't watch it. And I was like, this is a weird lead-in for me. (laughs) But now I get it. Like, in retrospect, to see how horrifically uncomfortable it was definitely speaks to how gay she really is.
3: And they don't show you any alternative too. That's like the only sex scenes you really get in the movie, right? Like it, ostensibly she had good fun times with the cop, but like you don't see it.
2: Mm. Yeah.
3: You you get a detailed view of her making and eating a cupcake, but you don't see her have sex with the cop. That's all I'm saying.
2: Yeah. Good
1: point. That's really so good cool. point. We got a longer make out between Rita and Becca.
4: Yeah. Yeah,
3: for, for real,
4: honestly. <laughs> wow, this film is like so gay in every way. Not just with like the main characters, but like
1: all of them.
4: All they're just all gets gayer gay. And
3: gayer. Listen, and then we and then we build up to the because I we should also talk about Annie's breakdown, right? Like when she goes to the Paris party and like loses her shit and she's like how dare you this was my thing like I gave you this idea and then what woman gives another woman a trip to Paris like that line is like that's the whole movie in a nutshell right where it's like in Paris
4: like the city of romance that's (laughs) like what it's known for (laughs)
3: it's like somewhere deep down she's like saying it being like wow that's gay and also at the same time being very clear about being like and I'm mad it's not me Right. Like mm-hmm. that's that. That's what's ha- that's the scene. That's what's happening. She literally
1: calls them. What's le- straight about she that? She literally calls them lesbians. And she's like so pissed about it. Like, yes. she's, like <laughs> so pissed that Helen's being gay with her best friend. And I'm like, Annie, what woman makes a fucking decoupage like <laughs> box with pictures of you and your best friend and says like happy engagement? Look at the two of us being in love. Like that's a gay gift.
3: The one who can't afford the trip to Paris is the answer.
1: Exactly.
3: <laughs> that's who does. So that. she's
1: just pissed she couldn't afford a better gay gift. But like you still gave a gay gift, Danny.
3: <laughs> so gay. <laughs> Definitely. And then they have to work together to find Lillian and get her to her wedding, which somehow involves them getting topless in a car. Listen, this movie <laughs> gets, this movie gets gayer the longer you watch, okay?
1: And I feel like in that scene, I don't know if I was hallucinating, but it seemed like Rose Byrne was holding her boobs.
3: Yes, right? Because I think she's like driving or something. Yeah,
1: yeah, so I think she was holding her boobs to cover them. But like to cover them, quote unquote, but like what you did, you have to (laughs) hold them like she's holding them and smiling. It's like the happiest Helen's been all like the entire like movie.
3: (laughs) Helen's just cupping her boobs, being like, tell me I'm pretty again. What? What's happening right now? What are these feelings? Yeah. Yeah. I think by the end,
1: what I wanted to happen is actually for Annie, Helen and Lillian to be a threesome and just leave all the men behind. I love it. That's my preferred ending.
4: I would be okay with that ending. Not my right. preferred, but it I definitely would be. So what is I would your preferred that. ending? That her and Lillian end up together.
3: Are we are we moving into ships already, Ellie?
4: Because I feel like we're Yeah, there. let's do it.
1: I feel well, like it's I guess, time. J- Well, before though, Jackie, what's your preferred ending to this? You also Same. want. Same. Uh,
2: well, I'm, I'm for either of them. I. It's hard for me because I go back and forth between Thrupple and not Thrupple. It's a it's a problem in my own life, too. So
1: <laughs> to Thrupple or not to Thrupple.
2: It's very it's a big problem in my life, to be honest. Um, nobody's safe. So, yeah, I, I can't decide. It's but okay. th- those two endings are my preferred. Which one more than the other? It depends on what moment I'm in. Both great choices. So let's do it. You're right, Lee. Let's,
1: let's jump into our ships then. All right. So which characters are we shipping? Each of us will pick two characters or three if you want the thruple together. That's our top choice for the film. Or also if other people pick your top, just pick another one. So, the two people
4: that end up together?
1: Yeah. Who do you want together? So, Renee, I'll let you start.
4: Well, I think definitely Lillian and Annie, but how amazing would it be if melissa mccarthy ended up with rose burn and like a weird twist at the end wow. where they just walk into they just walk into a room together because melissa mccarthy would like just to pull that off but with no explanation i wouldn't want an explanation <laughs> the <laughs> like dynamic w- that would yeah. create is
3: a powerful one <laughs> right it is something
1: to be fair that really like i mean it gives Helen pretty much the same life right in a way like like Megan's character is like filthy rich
3: yeah right so it's like
1: it's just like she's with this like rich lesbian instead of her like rich husband who doesn't pay attention to her
3: Wait 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 and because Helen has that whole speech where she's like people only want to be like only have me in their wedding so that I'll like throw them the big fancy party and like because she has all the money and everything who could who could better truly appreciate her for who she really is than somebody who is also filthy fucking rich like match made in heaven oh my god I can't believe I didn't see this before.
4: My eyes and what have been a great. Opened. Segue to Bridesmaids 2. Like that also yes. speaks to like an obvious sequel. Ooh, yeah, and everyone's like, yeah, where's the
2: sequel? I'm
4: furious. I was I'm thinking even- oh. that as I was watching it.
3: It's been 10
1: I'm, years. I'm
2: pissed.
1: Right? We I'm should pissed. get a bridesmaids too. I'm
4: pissed. Let's let's write <laughs> that, ladies.
3: Um I'm wait, I need that. their ship name though. What's the Helen and Megan ship name?
4: We run a type shipwreck. <laughs> <laughs>
3: incredible I don't know that doesn't make any sense it doesn't died I've died
1: <laughs> we run a tight shipwreck I cannot <coughs> usually the ship names are both of the characters names put together oh. but I like oh. that so much better
4: can that be the log line
1: underneath
4: yeah it may be the name of my next album i don't Uh, know god i'm like
3: i'm crying i can't
1: oh my god like meg well oh my god their ship name's just megan
4: yeah their ship name's megan or helen (laughs) (laughs) or hegan all right hegan hegan
1: oh god or melon
5: we run a tight
3: shipwreck
1: um. What about Annie and Lillian? What's their ship name?
3: Lilliany. I don't know. There's. It's. It's rough because no one has last names in this too. That'll so. work. That'll
1: work. Jackie, what's your? What's another ship? I know we already talked about. Let's see. Helen and Megan, Annie and Lillian. Who else? Who are other? I like the idea
2: of the of the throuple of Lillian, Annie, and Megan. But the twist is Megan gets really femme because yeah. she's been needed to be taught this whole time. Wow. So but so it's a thruple, but, but um, yeah, Megan gets really soft and starts wearing heels and stuff. And the other two- I'm into it. The other two get a little bit more butch. And then the ship is called Thruples Do It Better. <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. These are the best ship names we've ever gotten, <laughs> ever. Lee, what
3: about you? OK, listen, my top choice is my thruple. I, I I, don't know why. Maybe it's just the Gigi conversation we had that now I'm like, I'm in the mood for a thruple. Give it to me. But I feel like nobody has said Becca and Rita yet, so I got to put oh. Becca and Rita up there, because come on. there are clearly something's happening.
1: Oh, yeah, they're amazing.
3: Those, I like that they're- Those t- two are taking another trip to Vegas by themselves at some Ooh.
1: point. They're going to loathe. Oh, my God. I also, re- I just realized, Rita says before they go to Vegas, like, I need to have an experience that I can fantasize about to have sex <gasps> with my husband.
3: Yes.
1: <gasps> and then they never get to Vegas, but she does have an experience.
3: Yeah, that kiss is going to carry her through uh, yeah, so a lot Yeah, so she's going to
1: be thinking about that make out every during... time she has sex with her husband. <laughs> Holy shit! I sorry that just like was a big life. And then moment instead of
4: Rita and Becca, because she almost ruins it with her husband, the ship could be wrecker. Get it, Rita? Wow. Becca, wrecker. Wrecker. Like
1: marriage wrecker. Marriage wrecker. Marriage wrecker.
2: <laughs> yes. Ellie, I feel like you need to play bridesmaids, and you know, like science, what mystery science theater. But I feel like you need to film that, like your own commentary on. Yeah. Like I think that would be uh, well, giantly received. <laughs> I'll do it. Because <laughs> you're well, so that. good. That's so good. I just really that blew my mind. <laughs> yeah, that was that was remarkable.
1: Wild.
3: What about you, Ellie? Who's who's your top chef? Who would oh my you do? god! Well, all right,
1: we threw like so many people already out I there. Know.
3: We haven't named the Thrupple yet. If you want to put them. Oh,
1: because Annie. It would be Annie, Helen, and Lillian, not Annie, Helen, and Megan, right? So we have another person in the throne. Well, we
3: have two competing throubles. Two competing thruples. Okay. So
1: Annie, Helen, and Lillian (laughs) would be. Oh my god, Heleny. I don't know. That's all I got.
3: And Hellion.
2: Yeah. It doesn't work as well.
3: (laughs) Do it. Do it.
2: Competing throuples.
3: I like it. Competing throuples
2: is really funny. (laughs) Yes. We're here for it.
1: We have so many ships in this film because it's so fucking gay. So I think we can all agree that bridesmaids should have been gay. Should have been gay.
2: Yeah. Should have been gay. And and, uh, uh, obviously it was originally. Exactly.
3: Gay from casting to finish. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Cast, sorry, casting to credits. It was right there waiting for me, and I just uh, I blew it.
2: It's fine. It's okay. I'll casting it. to credits it's bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All
1: right, so it's time now for our Q and Gay. Q, Q.
2: Q. and, 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 and,
3: and,
1: and gay. gay. All right, so question number one. I'll start with Jackie. Have you ever been a maid of honor? A yes or B no. Yes.
2: Oh, A yes, B no. A. What about you, Renee? <laughs>
1: No. B. Um, Jackie, I have a follow-up. Did you have a Maid of Dishonor moment? Um, B, no. <laughs> you
2: did a good job. Yeah.
1: You didn't get I, you didn't have a plane have to land in the middle of nowhere. No. I did a good job. I did. You survived. Very impressive. Really
2: what happened was I, had a- I did next to nothing and the mother had to do everything. <laughs>
4: I had an inadvertent maid of honor moment because my niece, who was only seventeen, was the maid of honor in my sister Terry's wedding. So like I was, it was like I was the VP maid of honor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I did all of the work, including creating a hundred and eighty person flash mob that we did at my sister's wedding that I coordinated with my niece Avery. But I got none of the credit.
3: I'm the queen oh of God. second place. Everybody. Wow. Yeah. Just rude. It's fine. Uh, I'm not bitter. Yeah, we can tell there's no lingering anger there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, question two. You can each answer, who is the gayest character in Bridesmaids out of A, Annie, B, Lillian, C, Helen, or D, Megan? Renee, we'll start with you. Helen. Good answer. Is that just wishful thinking? Yeah. (laughs) 100%, and we're here for it. (laughs) Jackie, what do you think? Who's the what? gayest?
2: Mine's not wishful thinking. Make it <laughs> so gay. <laughs> There's no wrong answers in the Q and Gays, A's, as we always for, say. That's kind of wrong. My answer. There is some wrongness to it. No, they're all gay. So it's okay. Just, good. Thank you. It's fine. Mine's right. the John Hamm character. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah, we forgot about him. Also gay. All right, question number three. What's the ideal bachelorette party destination? A, Ooh. Vegas, B, Family Lake House, C, Beach House, or D, New Orleans. Or you can fill in the blank.
4: I'm going to say New Orleans. I'm going to say Provincetown.
1: Ooh, I like <laughs> Ooh. it. That's why I
4: threw Beachtown in I there. I thought we
1: had to pick from the list.
4: Oh, Beachtown, that's good. Yeah,
1: I could just say Provincetown. I wasn't sure because I was like, I know there's a million bachelorette parties in Provincetown. It's so
2: quaint. I just can't. I want to inject the quaintness into my book. <laughs> I'm from Cape Cod. It's a beautiful place. Yep.
4: So cool. Have you been to a
1: bachelorette party in Provincetown?
4: I have not, but I've been to a gazillion prides in, in Provincetown where I think bachelorette parties were happening. Yep. <laughs> mm. That I was observing, but not invited to.
2: When I first started um, performing there, I would dance at the tea dances by myself because I would be firing. And so I would uh, go dance the tea dances and... Many people thought I had escaped a bachelorette party. They didn't because I didn't fit in with everybody. They're like, "Who's that girl? Who's that girl? I think she's..." Oh my god! Everybody had all these different like ideas of who I was. And then you were like, "Here's my face on this flyer. Here's who I am." Yeah. Now I'm like, (laughs) "Who am I?" Yeah. And they're like, "Oh,
1: of
3: course, makes sense." Okay. Question four: Who do you ship Lillian with? Out of A. Dougie. B. Annie. Or C, Helen?
4: Annie, hands down. C. Lillian? Yeah.
1: Okay, so Renee, your answer is
4: Helen. No, Annie, right? Because we're talking about who L- Lillian is Who should Lillian be with? Who we sh-
3: yeah, who do you ship Lillian with? I can't, I guess what we should put in self-partnered? Wait, Can I'm she gonna- self-partner?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, self partners D. <laughs> Wait,
3: I'm going to put in option D as Annie and Helen for myself. Uh, just, okay, just D for then, Don't mind for me. me.
4: D, I'm down. Okay. Can I steal your D? Yeah, I say she both. self-partners
2: <laughs> and she has an, a lady on every port. Like, she goes all over the place and there's a new lady everywhere she goes. Yes, <laughs>
4: Amazing. Jackie, is the, are these answers projections? Yeah, I know. Life? I'm like, yeah. that sounded, that sounded sure. like you're
1: talking about someone. For sure. Specific. <laughs> All right, question number five. What is the most repressed lesbian move? A, staring at childhood photos. B, Georgia O'Keeffe cupcake. C, trip to Paris. Or D, topless driving. Let's start with Renee.
4: B, Georgia O'Keeffe cupcake, <laughs> hands down.
2: Amazing. <laughs> How about you, Jackie? I have to agree. I
3: have to agree. <laughs> Listen, that cupcake scene like took me out on this rewatch. Cause like when you watch it, somebody please tell me what is supposed to be happening in that scene. Like when straight people watch that scene, what do they think is happening? Right? Because this is well before she gets back into baking after the cop like tries to get her to bake. She is still very, like. Anti-baking, I do not want to bake anything. Baking is a bad place for me. But the second her friend gets engaged, she's like, I need to bake a giant vagina cupcake and, like, eat it. So... I just want to know what straight people think that scene was about because I do not understand. I understand it from a gay perspective, but like otherwise, I got I got, I got nothing. I have nothing.
4: I think naturally we're more layered and dimensional as gay people, so straight people just <laughs> probably saw it as emotionally eating and like they're just like a, uh, good it. Uh, <laughs> uh, the she's just emotionally eating. Really, like, uh, listen.
1: I like that straight Is people are like zombies in this strange. scenario. Like I don't know, like they're like brains. Like they're I don't know what's a bunch happening of with them. Simpsons. But Homer Simpsons. <laughs> I think yeah, sure for Homer
4: Simpson. <laughs> Zombie Homer Simpson. I don't know yeah, Homer.
1: yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah, they're just like uh, drinking beer,
3: sitting on the couch. I love it. Like they're I don't know why she stream. had that
1: cupcake. Yeah,
3: incredible.
1: <laughs> no one thought about the cupcake except for lesbians. They were like, I forgot that scene even happened in the film. That's what's like War is some,
3: thinking. but someone wrote that scene, right? Like that scene was directed and filmed. I just, I have questions. That's all. I have some questions.
1: We all have vagina cupcake questions, but we'll have to <laughs> tackle those another day. <laughs> Thank you, Jackie and Renee, so much for hanging out with us. It's so good to see both of you again. I had such a blast. Where can people find you? Either individually on social media and also where can they find your podcast so i guess let's start with renee you can say where people can find you online
4: um, you can find me online. Uh, my, at my Instagram is at Renee Santos comedy. Same with my Facebook, but if you want to know any of my upcoming dates, my website has all of that. And that's just my name.com. So Renee is a one-stop shop. That'll filter you to all that other stuff. If you can't rem- remember it, um, our podcast will be out very shortly on iTunes. We are um uploading our first two seasons to Buzzsprout. We have a lot of stuff going on. We have an investor helping us with our, our content and our merch. And so 2022 is going to be amazing for Never Normal.
3: Amazing.
4: That's so Jackie, exciting. where can people
2: find you? I wanted to add for Never Normal, you can also watch uh, the episodes right now on Renee's YouTube. Yes. Which is Renee sent his
4: <laughs> Also Renee sent... <laughs> And again, you could go to my website and it links us. But right now it lives live on my website, but it it is going to have its own birthplace very shortly.
2: Amazing. We're very excited. Uh, You can, (laughs) I'm Jackie Monahan on everything or Jackie Permos Monahan. But I think you can get everywhere by putting Jackie Monahan and JackieMonahan.com. And I'm on Twitch. I'm on Twitch a lot. Every other, every other Saturday for the Jackie Mo Show at 530.
1: Amazing. Thank you so much. This has been incredible and so, so good. Thank
2: you. This is so much fun.
3: <laughs> the
2: gayest. The best. Oh, my
3: God. Let me hear you say hip, 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 hip We love hearing from all of you. We love continuing to build this community. And we just like to shout out some of our favorite things every episode. And this week, we want to shout out one of our listeners, Aiden, who sent us a message suggesting uh, another Les Essentials on Princess Bubblegum and Marceline from Adventure Time. So listen, Aiden, we just want to say we have added it to our list. As any of you who listened to our AMA recently uh, when we did it on Wisdom, we are always struggling with how to include as many less essentials because they do take us a long time but we just want to remind you if we hit enough patrons we will also start trying to cover some extra bonus episodes that could be less essentials but maybe we don't have time to do as many less essentials every season so you know listen if you want to make sure that your faves get covered just another thing to keep in mind but They are on our Les Essentials list for sure. So thank you so much for writing us in that lovely message. And we're so glad you enjoyed the Willow and Tara episode as well. Yes. You know, it's also a fave.
1: Great suggestion. We haven't done any Les cartoons yet. so No, we haven't. It's actually not a bad idea. Um, I haven't seen Adventure Time, but I have seen some cute little scenes between the two of them. So I'm here for it. As always, we want to thank our Lesbian Jesus patrons, Mark Foster.
3: Jess Klaus.
1: Tanya Ferguson.
3: Jacqueline Rose Nishino. Saren Julia. Danny Gunlock-Tamora. Brittany Ray. Alana Rosen. Lizette Stye. Stacy,
1: Adie Benitez.
3: Fiona W. Whitney Lennon. And Jennifer Trujillo.
1: And our King Princess patrons, Amy and Ellen.
3: Leah Henley. Liz Chen. Julia Gonzalez.
1: And Ashley White. Thank you all so much. We could not do this show without you all, especially our Lesbian Jesus and King Princess patrons, but all of our patrons, we love you all so much. Thank you.
3: Remember, you can also find us on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Pod.
1: You can email us at leshangoutpod at gmail.com.
3: You can check out our website at leshangoutpod.com.
1: Whatever app you use for podcasts, make sure you subscribe so you would be the first to know when new episodes drop.
3: And remember, you can also find all the episodes of The Flame up on any podcasting app.
1: We're also posting some videos of our episodes up on our YouTube channel, so make sure you subscribe at youtube.com slash to catch them.
3: If you want to help support the podcast, there are so many ways that you can do that. The first that is free and easy is to leave us a rating and a review on the Apple Podcasts app. It, A, helps new people find the podcast, and B, we just like reading the reviews.
1: If you want to support us financially and join our Patreon family, you can do that at fit.ly slash lespatreon. We have a lot of really cool perks at each level including a bonus Q&A episode once we hit 125 and some bonus less essentials, like Lee said, when we hit 150. So you can join at bit.ly slash less Patreon.
3: And I think you all know that we are actively working on our next musical. So if you want to help support The Flame, which includes getting The Flame up on stage this summer in New York and also making the next musical podcast that we're working on, you can support us specifically to those efforts at bit.ly slash The Flame Patreon.
1: If you want to get some Les Hangout merch, you can do that at bit.ly slash Les Shop. We have mugs, we have shirts, we have tote bags, we got everything your little gay heart could desire at bit.ly slash shop.
3: If you want to follow us individually, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at LSH Foster.
1: And you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Ellie Brigida. With that, I'm Ellie.
3: And I'm Lee. And,
1: and let's, let's hang, hang out again, again soon.
3: Let's hang out. out.